Benzema is leaving, the transfer window is going to get closed and they are not signing a striker. We were saying on this podcast that Bellingham is not the guy for goals. We said it times without number that he's not the guy for goals and he has come to prove us wrong. And I feel that is a hundred million pound bargain. Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of the 90 plus 5 podcast. I remain your host, Sunji, and with me here is my co-host, Mikus. Hello guys, welcome back to the pod. Yeah, alright, um, as at the time of this recording, uh, it's the international break on the Europe top 5 leagues. Uh, Mikus... <laughs> well it's been it's been a really really boring one for me yeah because i didn't get to watch my team play but i think i must announce on this podcast that i have started supporting a team in the mpfl yeah i'm sporting lagos <laughs> i think Mekus is also uh supporting me as well <laughs> yeah yeah far so far. Me as well. yeah yeah so yeah all right so basically on this episode we are just going to be reviewing this season so far um we have we had a lot of expectations going into the new season and we just want to know um some of these ep- expectations that we had have some of them been met have some of them been um dashed out have some of the hopes that we had gone away so fast all right so a good starting point um for this episode will be one of the biggest hypes that we got during the summer transfer window and that was for hurricane hurricane yep. to Bayern Munich um how would you say he has been settling down um how would you say has his performance been currently and has he really um brought that um should I call it my touch to the Bayern Bayern side that they needed last season has it brought it and the, right now they are sitting pretty at the third position on the Bundesliga but we know when it comes to Bundesliga <laughs> this quickly changes like this is not it's not certain it's not certain stone yeah but yeah like, what are your thoughts Hurricane yeah um Hurricane has been good actually he has been good I would say Bayern as as a whole they have not reached their peak level like you like you mentioned when it comes to the business end of the season we'll see the real Bayern, I think that's just on gear two. Let me just say, even if you can say gear one right now. Also, Hurricane has chipped in with a lot of goals, eight goals. But it will surprise our listeners to know that he's not the highest goal scorer. We'll touch on oh. um, the highest goal scorer shortly, but he has been important for them. He has been important because let's not forget that last season they lacked this actual nine. They tried to chalk it up with Chukumoting. I think uh, Mane also was there, Matthew Steele was there, Mula was there, but all these players are no match for the abilities of Hurricane Asu. You can see that they really missed the number nine and he has been, for me, he has been good. He has been good. He has been good so far. Yeah, he has been amazing actually. He has actually lived up to the expectations. He has he has lived up to the expectations. He yeah. hasn't done anything that we were not expecting from him. You get me? So basically, he has done 
everything right and even in champions league he, he has been able to record his first champions league goal against uh, manchester united and i think he's actually he has actually had a good start and um just putting it in context of what we actually expected from him from the beginning of the season he has not done bad yeah. he has actually been good yeah but like you said it is surprising that the almighty hurricane is not the highest goal scorer yeah. guess who is the highest goal scorer <laughs> gurasi jurasi yeah i hope i got the pronunciation well jurasi this is a striker 27 years old, old striker from um Stuttgart from Guinea is a Guinean international and he has really really shocked the whole Bundesliga he has shocked Europe because currently he's the highest um, goal scorer in Europe's top five leagues this is somebody no one saw him coming apart from if you used to play FM <laughs> nobody saw him coming yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody saw him coming and right now he's on 13 goals 13 Bundesliga goals in just seven games that is absurd that is crazy that is incredible uh Mekus, did you see him coming i know you are you are you're an avid fm player i don't know if you saw jurassic coming at do you see stuttgart um giving bayern Munich a, a run for their money and you know bayern leverkusen is also in the picture as well when it comes to the title race in yeah yeah germany true. yeah so um I didn't I didn't see this guy coming to be honest. Like you said, unless you probably were um uh, you had like insider information, he <laughs> no one saw him coming. Just to put yeah. it in context, he has scored 13 goals and the highest goal scorer in the Bundesliga last season had I think 16 or 17 goals. So yeah. he if he just like scores like three, let's just say five more goals, he will have beat last season's record and so that's to show you that yeah. um this this is side note but that's to show you that that's on firepower cool. yeah that's yeah. A cool, cool. the firepower in bundesliga has not really been yeah. um it since they were good those skill level but that's besides the point yeah stuttgart they have been good value but again we know we know that all these teams they don't have the ability to go for the long run now the the thing that is looking like the real deal this time around is Leverkusen, like you mentioned. Um, so you can see the man himself, Shabby, and also he has been cooking this season. And if, if you watch them last season, you see that they were on this trajectory to push for at least the top three in Bundesliga. And so we know how Dortmund will always be around, RB Leipzig will always be around. But I think if there's anything that can give uh, Bayern the run for their money, it would be um Shabby Alonso and Boniface with our cousin they'll be the ones to yeah, push them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Victor Boniface he has been an amazing signing for Bayern Leverkusen as well. Pulling in amazing numbers, pulling in amazing numbers, and he's our Nigerian boy. I really wish him the best and I wish um he has he has seven goals currently. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy, and that's really, really nice. I just wish him all the best, and I hope they really um, are able to clinch that top four position by by the next time we're even doing this review, talking of <laughs> yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. All right, so moving on to Italy. 
it's been a funny start of the season um in Italy because the current champions they've been having so many issues first off they had to change their manager not necessarily change the manager the manager left he said he was going on sabbatical he did not want to renew his contract now yeah. he assigned for the Italian national team the um Napoli wants to sue him but the national team is saying no you can't sue him because he's not signed <laughs> from that club he's signed for the national team just a whole drama there now we're having Napoli having issues with their best player currently that's Victor Osimhen where um, we could see videos of them literally mocking him on TikTok which some people said this was a joke and um, it's a kid's joke but people like us who are not conversant with the platform we saw it as being rude being being it being a mockery and being a little bit racist you hear me but currently they are sitting pretty at uh on this fifth position and it, it, things have not really been going for them even in their champions league campaign they lost to real madrid as well and uh i think let's take it one step at a time do you think there's a road path back for Dortmund to um, challenging for that title because we are hearing a lot of rumors that Osime might leave January, he might leave this, but we know most likely he's not leaving January. He might just stay out till the, the summer and he will, he will have one year left on his contract then and they can sell him for about 100 to 150 million. Yeah. But is there a road, road path for them from that fifth position they are on currently on 14 points to them contending with AC Milan who are like t- first and they have 20 21 points so yeah yeah um like you rightly said Napoli has been in a mess this season I mean that is another statement for you because looking at where they were last season the manager change um I don't really believe in this guy to be honest his track record is not something that gives confidence. But with that being said, this this is the this is the thing. Eh? I don't think Napoli will be able to recover because of all the leagues, of all the Europe's five leagues. I think we mentioned this in our last season um, episode. I said Syria always has this thing of recycling. They ever since the eventual monopoly was broken. They don't have the same person winning back to back. And it makes it an exciting league. Right now, it's Milan first, Inter second, Juventus third, Florentina fourth, and Napoli yeah. fifth. And it can change. I'm not saying that Napoli will be in this position till the end of season. Especially when you have quality players like Simeon and Kavarishkele. But in terms of their reaching the top, I don't think it's possible. I think it's going to be either Inter Milan or Milan team because of the stability they already have from last season. So yeah. All right. So um, looking at Europe's top five leagues, you could see that Lotaro Martinez is the second highest goal scorer in Europe's top five leagues with ten goals. And you must also remember that he scored four goals against Salernitana. Yeah, if if I got that, if I got that correct, and. With, with his inconsistencies over the years, uh, seeing him still able to 
pull up this kind of numbers what, what, do you have anything do, do you have any thoughts about um lotaro martinez and the kind of player that he is and uh, do you see him also giving itam inamina that push as well to winning the league or competing with AC Milan. Yeah, yeah. Someone like Lateral Martinez will always be um, that difference maker for Inter Milan, to be honest. Like you said, he has been inconsistent. He's one of those players that when you watch, when they have that good day, you'll be like, wow, he can score from anywhere. He can score at any position. But when they have a day off, it is very annoying to watch. But he will be the difference maker. Also, Milan to have their own difference maker in the person of Liao and so these two players, if they if these teams are to have any success, of course the manager will play a big part, but if Milan and the two Milan teams are to go head to head with this title race, I think Liao and Rafael um, Liao and Lateral Martinez will be very important for them. So yeah, he's surely that man for them. Is that there? All right, all right, yeah. So, without much further ado, let's move on to France in the French Ligon, where a lot of things have been happening there, a lot of spicy things. So, after Newcastle's um win against PSG, PSG they were able to bounce back, you hear me, they were able to bounce back against Rennes. And they won yeah. three goals to one. Yeah, but like we always say on this podcast, the, the fans don't really care about what's <laughs> happening in this league. Or what they care more about is the Champions League. Because we know that currently they are sitting at um, the third position currently yeah. in the league. But this, 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 they are still the top favorites. Respective of the fact True. that Monaco and Nice, they are currently sitting above them, but they are still the favorites. We know what these guys can do, just similar to what Bayern can do towards the tail end of the season in Bundesliga. PSG can also put that, but the team is not looking really um, organized. Yeah, not looking, yeah exactly. now I know they yeah. tried using the 4 2 4, they tried using the 4 2 4 formation against Newcastle, which failed woefully. And, um, yeah. In 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 a key player in their in that photo for arrangement was this young player Zara Emery. Yeah, Zara Emery. Yeah. So um he he's a keeper and I still feel the guy is quite young. He's quite uh inexperienced and the the you cannot just rely your midfield on only that guy. So you could see that Luis Enrique switched back to the 4-3-3 formation in the weekend and they were able to get that result back so i really don't know what is in store for psg this season i would love to get your thoughts on on the team as a, as a whole because during the transfer window with mm with Messi and neymar leaving the club we were like okay maybe this could be the season where they get their big break or something like that but i love to just pick on your brains and get what, what you feel. Yeah, um, so like you said, uh, much like Bayern, PSG have not been like on that Spartan best. But the, the difference is that 
there has been a lot of changes. They brought in Olumwani, they brought in Gozal Ramos, they brought in Usman Dembele. Um, also, we are screening a lot of changes, which is uh, a lot of changes at the same time is bound for inconsistency to creep up. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not something that is not common. Do you understand? But the problem now is, like you said, yeah. PSG fans don't really care about this league. Be honest. Of course, they want to win its bragging rights. But if they could trade their top sports for the Champions League, I mean, they will do it in the heartbeat. Now the problem is, yeah. I don't think this team is even ready to go deep in the Champions League. Mbappe is always going to be a threat. But the supporting cast, I I really have doubts. You have the, the players like Usman Dembele, who on his day, I mean, he's a world beater. He can take on defenders for fun but when does his day come nobody knows you oh. saw him against Newcastle even today yeah. I mean I don't think he was in that game Mbappe himself was lost so they they, yeah. they still have problems there are a lot of talented people in front of them I feel like it would be enough for them to dethrone uh, Monaco obviously Nice they will still take that top spot but in the Champions League where it matters, I don't think they'll be able to push through. I don't think they'll be able to push through. I, 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 have, I have one question. I have one question before we move on from this PSG's whole drama. Has Mbappe signed a new contract? <laughs> we don't know. We, don't do, we, don't do. no, we no. absolutely don't know. No, because, no, no. because <laughs> I'm beginning see, I know that Marco, he calls Mbappe fraud Mbappe and he's a fraud this I don't want to use that harsh word on him but I feel Mbappe is a very very like insincere person from what yeah, I've seen so he's far he's a magician because the thing is that he has not signed a new contract with PSG yet and that means this summer he's going to be leaving for a free yeah so uh, it seems like it's either PSG or Mbappe. One of them is trying to play uh one of them is trying to play games and the other person is trying to play foolish. <laughs> That's just it. That yeah. One person is playing game, the other person is playing foolish. Initially that are you trying to say that Messi and Neymar left your team? And you signed some new bunch of guys. You signed Ugati, you signed Kolomwali, you signed um, Gonzalo Ramos and all. And you expect that this guy whose craving is to win the Champions League and all would renew the contract playing with a... How do I put it? I don't want to use the word less talented team. But you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you get are, the you idea. are removing two big talents from your team and you are offloading them. And you are bringing in some just random set of guys that are good, they are very talented, they are going to work their way up. But now, mind you, this guy needs to see changes within one year. And I'm sure whatever Mbappe is doing is just delay tactics he just <laughs> wants to see would, they, would this team improve would this team improve and if they don't improve it's not signing a new contract so it's better 
let all parties just know what they really want and they just move on as soon as possible yeah so let's move on to um it seemed that has moved that has been running really fast and has moved on from any form of saga relating to Bappe and that's Real Madrid Real, yeah. Ma- <laughs> Real Madrid they've tried as much as possible to detach themselves from any Mbappe saga and yeah they styled there they've gotten their star boy Bellingham and Bellingham I know in our previous episodes we were talking about how good we knew we knew Bellingham was but we were also really concerned where the goals were going to come from and like I don't want I don't want this to look as if it's not a big deal because it's a big deal I remember I was coming to this podcast and we're like Benzema is leaving the transfer window is going to get closed and they are not signing a striker we were saying on this podcast that Bellingham is not the guy for goals we said it time to our number that he's not the guy for goals and he has come to prove us wrong and I feel that is a hundred million pound bargain that is a hundred million pound bargain that is a, that's a bargain that whenever you look at him play you know, you'll be like you know the other I'll be like yes yeah. this guy is actually worth hundred million yeah I, like I said earlier there's nothing special about what Bellingham does he just does the right things very well yeah so let's talk a little bit about um real madrid do did you expect them to have this amazing start to the season um having some of their best players leave or some of their players leave this transfer window and without any proper replacements for them and <laughs> what are your predictions looking like for the El classical yeah um so i mean on Bellingham again I mean, we, can, we might as well just record an episode and release it every week. And it will still be valid for this guy. I mean, he's, he's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> like you said, um, we talked about one guy in PSG looking for supporting cast and looking for every team is good enough. I mean, Bellingham has come here and yeah. he has made the best out of what he has. I mean, make no mistake, this Real Madrid team is good. But I don't think he's the strongest they have been you get what I'm saying like they can be stronger but he's yeah. not fooling around looking for excuses they have literally told him okay well, can you play this position he's saying yes I can play it and, and he has been amazing for their stats they have made I think I I think the main surprise is brilliant because if you remove his goals then I mean that's an absurd thing to say but if you remove his goals then I think they will still be among that top uh, place, but they will not have had a very good start like this in both the Champions League and me. And so, it's a bit, it's a surprise, but I mean, what do you expect? This is Real Madrid. They have these amazing standards. In terms of the El Clasico, I think it's going to be a tricky one because um, apart from the league table, we know that in all these um, derbies, league table is to the dustbin. I mean, there are times where by in the past where Baka has been on top of the league, Madrid have not been playing where they meet and Madrid turns up vice versa. And so what will determine the outcome of the classical will be availability of players. Um we just got reports today that Nacho instead of having three match band has been given a two match band for his red card and so he might be available. 
um Rudiger, I don't know if he's injured Alaba. So availability of players is a big thing. On the side of Baka, you have Lewandowski who might be available. Pedri yeah. who might be available. So with all that being said, if both sides can be able to field up okay um the players they need, then I don't know. I, I don't see who wins this. I don't really see. I, I feel it's my end as a draw. Um, as a fan, I'm, I, w- I want definitely back out to win. But this is not the title decider. This is not the title decider. The season is still a long way to go. And at the end of the day, it will either be Real Madrid or Barcelona. All right. I, I want to ask you, I also ask you a question. And I need to ask me with all sincerity. Yeah. We all know that M- Messi, Messi is a very, very special player. It's a very special player. I don't think we will ever see any player like that in the world in football ever. But do you think that Barcelona? Do you th- can Barcelona manage young stars? That's just that's just my answer. My question. Sorry, my question right, right now. Can they manage young stars who have been able to show their potential in the first team? That's just what I, I, I need to ask. I, I think I think I think they can. I think they can. But the, the situation where we find ourselves in such that we have young stars that are so good that when you bench them, people are asking why you bench them. So for instance now I'll take Yamal for example. This guy every time he comes to the pitch is amazing. He's not the finished article. Trust me, he's not the finished article. But anytime he's on the pitch, you see what he's doing. You take him off the pitch. Okay, let's try arrest him. You see that okay, this is lucky. Same with Gavi, same with Pedri. And so it's a balancing act of asking yourself, is there any other person better to replace? Can we do without them? And if the answer is no, you can see the appeal from Xavi and the sporting um staff. Keep on playing these players. But yeah, they can manage youngsters. Now you can see that injuries have not been kind to the likes of Pedri. And uh, so it's, it still remains to be seen. I think what will help with managing these youngsters is having enough veteran players. So the likes of Good One will have to take the burden of playing a lot of times. The likes of Rafinha will have to take the burden so that he's playing more games than um, Yamal. And so, yeah, um, I think with that kind of balancing act, we should be able to manage our players better. Being to Amanda yeah, has been. yeah, because I I asked that question from the point of view when over the years you've had breakout stars like Asufati, Pedri, and Gavi. Those are the most notable ones. But these players, due to the high number of games they play, we've seen how injuries have almost robbed them of what they could actually um uh do yeah at the highest they could actually reach and for me Lamin Yamal is a special player yeah he's a special guy he's very very talented he's he's one of the first talents that I was even talking to at the NUC. do you know if you play FM uh, in FM 22 Lamin Yamal is not there Manuel wow. it's not there that's to show how young he is he's, he's, he's not just, there I, he, he, he broke in last season at 15 years like yes he's not there yeah he's not there so 
it's crazy for you to find a player playing real life that was not in the yeah, last year's FM. Like that means he literally just came up from the academy, came up from nothing. He was not known, nothing. And I really, I really like the way Barcelona bring up these young guys and just keep on promoting the La Masia Academy and all. But for me, the pressure can be too much. Yeah, on these guys, too much. Imagine La Miyama playing a Champions League night. Barcelona fans are expecting a lot from him and all. Yeah, it's, it's all these things can be really, really, uh, yeah, um, crazy and. I feel Barcelona just needs to be able to manage this their talent better. So yeah, moving on to the EPL. It's been a very, very funny start to the season. And we've discussed in previous episodes that currently Spurs, they are top of the league. But the fans, <laughs> they just want to enjoy the moment. Yeah. They just want to enjoy the moment. They don't want to really take anything to heart at all. But I think what we can just quickly talk about here is if there is opportunity to talk about um Manchester United I know we've talked about them a lot <laughs> we can't just stop talking about them because they give us pre- premium content every every day yeah yeah they've not had the best start yeah to the EPL true yeah. and there there were a lot of expectations starting the new season okay with the Rasmus Hoyland guy, we all thought Manchester United didn't be able to solve the striker problem that they always complained that they had. But injuries set in, they lost Nisandro um, Martinez to injuries, Rafael Varane to injuries, and stuff like that. So currently, they are sitting, um, <laughs> they are sitting <laughs> at tenth position, very close to Chelsea. 11th very very close yeah well these two teams let's just talk about both of them together what this season is still very young it's possible either of these two teams even qualifies for top four very 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 possible but very very possible but what do you think that these two teams can do or let's take it one 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 by one let's not just bundle them up Manchester United Currently, they are playing with Johnny Evans and Maguire at the back in 2023. Yes. Sorry, just to digress a little bit. Maguire said that we should we should go and look up the statistics of when he's on the pitch <laughs> and when he's not on the pitch. That he's a winner, he's a born winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 the leader. You know, that's what he's. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I digressing a bit. I one thing I like about Maguire is his mentality. No, What's that if mentality? his mentality, <laughs> if his mentality, his mentality is hundred. If you give Maguire mentality to some young stars, man, they would have, they would have reached some of, they would have reached their potential better, exactly. and they would have yeah. maximized their potential better because his mentality is crazy. But <laughs> mentality without evidence is just, yeah, <laughs> just you will just explain, <laughs> explain that. Yeah. yeah, but like, what do you think Manchester United can do to turn things around from now, even during the general transfer window and so on? Yeah, I think we, are, we have talked about some of the things, but I'll just um, re-echo them. First of all, and they have been unfortunate this season, I I have to admit, because if you asked their manager, Eric Hag, if by this stage of the season, you have lost 
is starting left back, sub left back, starting center backs. I mean, he would have been, he would have probably bought like 10 more center backs because they are literally playing different backline every other game week. And you cannot have consistency like that. I know people love to shit on um on Nana. We love getting our memes every game week. But I mean, yeah. What what can a keeper do when you're having Johnny Evans and Maguire? No offense, these guys are professionals, but they are not world pacers. Like they were literally brought into this team as substitute players. And so it's very hard for yeah. you to have consistency. We are changing and chopping and changing. Another thing is the forward line. Rasmus Hoyland was brought to solve the goal scoring problem, but is it is a, yeah. an illusion? He's I, I kept on saying this thing. This guy is not ready to take up this match. He's a good player, he's a talented player. We have seen it in Champions League. But asking a young star to give you 20 goals, because that is the demand they are putting on him. 20 goals this yeah. season is is ludicrous. Like is he can't work. You have the likes of Marshall, uh, that really, I mean, he's not, I don't know what he does. You have Rashford who has probably lost all him to play. I don't know what he's doing. You have Sancho, who is being a crybaby, doesn't want to say sorry. And so when you compile all those things, is is not, I mean, you don't need a prophet to tell you that these are the problems or some of the problems they are facing. Um, just last thing before I go, we um, last thing before I um, give the mic, we saw again this week that their ownership issue. Um, one of the Qataris that wanted to buy the club would bring them back oh. to the glory days or whatever has pulled out because Blazers have refused to sell at double the price. And so, I mean, all these things compiled together, it's no surprise that in this position. It's no surprise that his position. But again, like you said, the season is still young and there's every possibility that they can put themselves out of this dire position. Yeah. How about Chelsea? Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea is um, I mean, we we've talked about this before. You can't make hundred changes at the same time and expect um it to work. We are beginning to have results, which is good. Performances aside, performances has also been good too. So I I just think that the way Chelsea can get out of this whole situation is just to get their players back fit. Let them keep working. Like I think we have mentioned this before. The the goal is not up for. The goal is maybe eight, seventh. Get consistency. Let them feel happy again playing this football because. The run of fixtures Chelsea have after this international break is, I mean, it is madness. It is really, really tough. Oh. And so, any back-to-back-to-back losses might just um, dent the confidence in the squad. So, yeah, it's all about just getting players fit and um, hoping that they don't get injured. And let's put them. All right. Um, we'll discuss more about other teams, but later on subsequent episodes but uh i think this is the much we can take for now on today's episode we are trying as much as possible to keep this episode not so long try to keep it within the 30 minutes time frame yeah yeah um uh Mikus, so it was nice hosting this podcast with you 
It's yep. always been my pleasure. Thank you very much, listeners, uh, wherever you listen to this podcast from. Thank you for taking out time from your busy schedule to listen to the podcast. We are seeing it. We are seeing the views. We are seeing the listens. We are seeing everything. Guys, just keep on sharing with your friends. Keep on dropping your reviews, dropping your rating on all platforms. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at the 90 plus 5 podcast and follow us on Twitter at 90 plus 5 FC. Stay safe, stay blessed. See you next week. Yeah. Goodbye.